name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we're now moving further into this great season of Epiphany, we really begin now to step by step, week by week, be led by remembrance and through remembrance through the life and ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. And today on the third Sunday of Epiphany, we begin that journey very formally with the first miracle that our Lord Jesus Christ would ever do, the miracle at the wedding feast of Cana. And there are so many things that we could talk about, so many revelations God has given his beloved church on this first miracle event. But it's the very miracle itself that the Lord would have us focus on, the changing of the water to the wine. Because I tell you the truth today, and we'll see this, and the fathers speak about it, that the changing of the water into wine is a little Pentecost. It is a foreshadow of the Holy Spirit being poured out into all earthen vessels to be the agent of change. That they may be completely transformed and from that transformation glorify Christ in their lives. So let's look today at the narrative for a moment. We're told that at the wedding feast, the wine had run out. And the mother of our Lord brings the servants of that wedding feast before her son. And she tells them, whatever he tells you to do, follow it, do it. I pick up now in the Gospel of St. John, chapter 2 and verse 6. Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of the purification of the Jews, containing twenty or thirty gallons apiece. Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. When the master of the feast had tasted the water, it had been made wine, clay vessels, water pots filled with water for the purpose of purification for those at the wedding feast who were there to celebrate that water in those precious clay pots, clay vessels transformed by the presence of Christ. The nature of the water is transformed into something entirely different by the presence of Christ. And this, my friends, I tell you, is fulfilled when you and I pass through those blessed waters of purification and regeneration. And we are cleansed and we are filled with the Holy Spirit that our nature may be transformed by the presence of Christ within Going from our fallen, our dead nature becoming a new nature entirely. Listen to the words of St. Paul in 2 Corinthians in chapter 4. Now begin reading in verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Beautiful words to say this. We have been given Christ, just like St. Paul and the Apostles were given Christ, that Christ might be glorified and shine brightly through us. That's what Paul's saying. But listen to what he says next in verse 7. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. 
What treasure in the vessel? The Lord Jesus Christ himself, the fullness of his presence. You see, my friends, you and I are the water pots. We are the earthen vessels. We are the ones whose very nature is actively being transformed. That is made whole. That is being saved by the presence of Christ within us. I share with you the words of St. Maximus, Bishop of Turin in the 5th century, over this blessed miracle that speaks to us. Addressing the expectant servants, he said, fill the jars with water. The servants promptly obeyed, and suddenly, in a marvelous way, the water <clears throat> began to acquire potency, take on color, emit fragrance and gain flavor. All at once, it changed its nature completely. Now this transformation of the water from its own substance into another testified to the powerful presence of the Creator. Only He who had made it out of nothing could change water into something whose use was now totally different. Look at what happened. Colorless, tasteless, Odorless substance, water, in the presence of Christ, by the presence of Christ, and his commanding word is transformed. Its nature is entirely changed. Now it becomes potent with taste, beautiful in cup color, fragrant in its odor. It is entirely different, and it's not only entirely different in and of itself, it is different for the benefit of others. It has become wine. In fact, its identity has even been so completely changed it doesn't even have its own name. It's no longer called water. It's been given a new name, a new identity from its new nature. It is now wine. And our Lord desires us to see, my friends, that what St. Maximus is telling us today, and what our Lord Jesus Christ is telling us today, that that is precisely what is happening in our lives, having been filled with the Holy Spirit. Because prior to your baptism and being filled with the Holy Spirit, your nature was dead. Your nature was colorless. Your nature was tasteless. Some of us more tasteless than others, but just kidding. <laughs> Our nature had no fragrance. It was dead. But by the presence of Christ, now within you, the nature of death is being transformed by the giver of life. And your very identity is being changed. And you are no longer called by the name foreigners or those at enmity with God. Because you've been given a new name, children, sons, and daughters of the living God, named so by God himself who has filled you with himself. And there's great purpose in this transformation of our very nature, certainly for our salvation, because salvation in of itself means to be made whole again, to become what we truly were created to be, which is in the likeness of God. But the other purpose is for that life that we have been given, that transformation to shine brightly through ourselves for the experience of those around us. Again, I go to St. Paul in his second letter to the Corinthians in chapter 2, verse 14. Where he says, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. 
For we are to God the fragrance of Jesus Christ, among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. What a beautiful picture that the Apostle Paul is painting here. You and I, the church filled with God from our own transformation, are emanating Christ himself, are a fragrance. Take wine, for example. Go back to the wine example. You can smell wine from a distance. Not just in and of itself, not just in the cup, not just in the bottle, not just in the earthen vessel. It emanates fragrance that spreads, it draws to itself. And that's what St. Paul is saying. We are that fragrance. The great picture of what Christ is showing us this morning actually comes from noon mass last Wednesday from his own life and ministry. From the Gospel of St. Luke in chapter 6. Listen to these words. Many came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were all healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and healed them all. Do you see the fragrance of God himself emanating from our God, Christ our God? Love, compassion, mercy that left his very being and at the touch of his hand went into another being for the healing of their lives. That's the fragrance that came from Christ who dwells in you, the same Christ who's transforming you, making you entirely something other than you were before, that through your life the same fragrance can emanate, that others can smell, can taste, can sense the love, the compassion, the mercy, the desire for healing that God has for them and be drawn just like to wine to take a sip, a sip of him that he might go in them and their lives be changed entirely. I mentioned to you a week or two ago that before every Mass, I asked the saints who are represented here to intercede for us. And there are four on the back wall. And one of them is St. Herman from Alaska. St. Herman so beautifully is a portrait and picture through his life of like virtue flowing from Christ. The testimony of those who came to salvation through St. Herman's ministry is this, that St. Herman was so filled with the virtues of Jesus Christ that when the natives of Alaska looked at him, talked to him, they didn't experience St. Herman, they experienced the risen Jesus Christ and they were drawn to baptism to be filled with the Holy Spirit because virtue was fragrant around that man. The virtue of the nature of our Lord Jesus Christ. My friends, you and I are earthen vessels. We are earthen vessels whose nature is being transformed within by the presence of Christ within us that the fragrance of Christ may go forth from us only every now and again by our words and arguments. But always the fragrance of Christ comes from us by the changed life that we live before mankind, testifying to the healing, love, and grace, and power of our divine Jesus Christ. But I tell you this in truth, being very honest, that none of what we're talking about today, even the miracle at Cana, none of it happens automatically without our relational cooperation with our Lord Jesus Christ. 
to take this blessed gift that we've been given in this earthen vessel, and as St. Paul says, fan it into flame. None of it happens. And none of it would have happened at the wedding of Cana unless the servants followed the instruction of the Blessed Virgin Mary when the Blessed Virgin Mary turned their attention to her son, which she always does for us. The Blessed Virgin Mary turned the servants' attention to her son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and says, whatever he tells you, follow him. Do what he says. The disciple that is transformed as the water was transformed into wine to become this fragrance. The disciple that is transformed, my friends, is the one who follows Jesus Christ all of their days. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.